Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Steve and Larson, don't you dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve Larson. <laughs> hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, Smackdown, uh, we got finally figured out what who, what's going to happen with the match in Smackdown on Fastlane. That's going to happen. Yeah. Will we get tag match? Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns is going to be the match uh, for the Universal Championship at Fastline. Thanks to Daniel Bryan uh, sort of turning it on now. You know, we're heading to WrestleMania season. He has ambition now. He's got ambition now uh, after completing an ambition test back in 2014 or something like that. Uh, 2012. Uh, they, They said, yeah, that's right. He's been around for a while. They said, Daniel Bryan, you have no ambition. And he's like, yeah. yeah you scored cool. the lowest score I've ever seen on this test. I really want to find an ambition test, Larson. Me too. I, I want to know how much take ambition that I ambition have. test. I think I've got lots of ambition. But it's not. I would score really low on intelligence and uh, wherewithal. Mm-hmm. That's what I what would. You, what would you score low on? All. All, yeah. all the above. <laughs> you no would just ambition. score low. Uh, yeah. is, is there a, me- a test testing one's fatigue? Let's score high on that one. <laughs> yeah. My ability to scroll on Twitter endlessly is like super high. Yeah. It's like way up there. After the WandaVision finale, scrolling through WandaVision memes, you know, <laughs> I did that all night. High. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, SmackDown tonight. I'll be honest, wasn't too impressed with the show. But uh, but I guess we did get that outcome uh, of it. I just felt that a lot of it tonight was a little bit of the, uh, you know spinning wheels. Yeah, so, I'm uh, still not. I want to talk about this because I'm gonna look yeah. it up. In fact, because I'm, I I saw the announcement. I don't get it. I mean, I get what's happening. I don't get why though. Why 
Sasha and Bianca are getting another title shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, they're a big deal. Like, kayfabe-wise, like, what's the justification? They lost the first time. Yeah. And, and to, okay, but here's the thing. Hold on. I'm going to read the thing. I'm going to read the thing. Okay. Uh, you could talk, but go. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, Natalia and Tamina seem to be the ones with the beef on this. They're saying, hey, why aren't we in line for a tag title shot? Why can't we get this at fast lane? Um, Pierce said in a segment that yeah, he made this decision pretty quickly. It is what it is. And Sonya Deville said, I would have made a different decision. Uh, I, I would leave. I, I would, you know, the only people we've seen Natalia and Tamina beat is the riot squad. Mm-hmm. Everybody beats the riot squad. Seemingly. Seemingly it's in their contract. They can beat nobody. They offer kind of nothing in terms of winning matches. And so that's not really a great litmus test. On the other hand, you have the WWE Women's SmackDown champion and the number one contender to that. They're a big deal. They're a big draw. Even in kayfabe, I feel like Adam Pierce is like, I got to go where the money is. And that's the money match right there because he knows that a match like that could also add intrigue for WrestleMania. I mean, I think from storyline perspective, that's the opportunity for Sasha to maybe turn on Bianca or something. Mm. Walk out during yeah. the match. Something like that. Well, Adam Pierce knows. I mean, look at what he did this past uh, Wednesday on NXT. He shows up with his own NWO ref, his own Raw ref, to, uh, to uh, ill ref that match. And, uh, and he runs back out of there. He's no stranger to bringing the drama. You know, he's getting Braun Strowman all riled up these days. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This match gets announced, yet Naomi and Lana, who are supposed yeah, to be number one weird. contenders yep, for the tag yep. titles, have yet yep. to get their title shot. You have that wonky finish in, in NXT this week for the tag titles there. Mm. I know Regal's going to address that, maybe introduce women's tag titles to NXT. Nonetheless, you know, the, the, the prize for winning the Dusty Cup was a title shot at the women's tag championships not we'll give you new ones so i mean like i'd be like all right give me those belts but i want to go after the other ones still because we didn't that wasn't a, a clean finish you know what brand what brand is naomi and lana on raw okay i'm just throwing this out there it's never been explained so i'm not gonna say but maybe each brand gets an opportunity raw we already had that with oscar and charlotte then they move on to NXT. Is any of you guys got contenders there? You guys want to match here? Yeah, you do? Okay. They get them with what we just saw. And then they move on. Oh, okay. Well, it's SmackDown's turn. Do you have somebody? And Adam Pierce is like, yeah, we'll, we'll do this because they're a big deal. The problem with that, though, is it went from SmackDown because Sasha and Bianca challenged that chamber. Oh, yeah. Then to NXT. Oh, yeah. Now back to SmackDown. All right. Well, maybe Raw was so like, yeah, we got a rotation. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, I mean, is this going to be like a kickoff show match or is it going to be a real deal match? Probably a real deal deal because they're going to they're going to they're going to, you know, use it as a story beat for uh, Sasha and Bianca's match at Mania. Mm -hmm. I I know why they're doing it in terms of the storytelling aspect. I think there's several avenues they can go. But, you know, ultimate goal is to build more heat for that match. I get that. But like even WB.com's a a little uh, explanation of the the match there's no explanation why they're getting another title shot none i feel like you just want to drive yourself crazy looking for an explanation from wwe why they i just kind of you know what it just feel like the base the most basic explanation for things would be nice 
You would think so, man. You would think so. That's apparently too much to ask. We're just supposed to accept it because that's what they're giving us. I'll show you where this tape belongs. Um, Yeah. So anyways, uh, we'll just hop right into this uh, because I know you guys can tell we're both enthusiastic to talk about SmackDown. We're more curious about who owns the rights to XPW and where we can purchase them. That's <laughs> yeah, that's on our minds right let's now. Let's just get let's get to this recap about fifteen minutes and mm-hmm. talk about how we would best exploit the XPW library. Don't joke with my feelings. I really want to do this. Okay, let's do that. It's well, who cares? A Friday night. Nobody's watching this. Uh, here we go. Daniel Bryan interview. He says nobody asked me if I wanted to be in that tag match. Then <laughs> my fuck. <laughs> sure. Well, who cares? Nobody's watching. <laughs> then my Fox app cut out. I brought it back and we had another recap. So this was funny. Uh, we had a, a Daniel Bryan interview. We start off with a recap of Roman yes. Edge. Yeah, extended one at that. Michael Cole introduces the yes man, uh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, he gives him an interview. Yeah. I want to bring something up. So there's the show opened with an introduction. Why was Corey Graves in the middle of the ring before the cage match explaining the rules of a cage match? I don't know. We I don't know, know this. Maybe they think that this there's never Smackdown. been a cage match on a ha- this Friday. This is supposed to have filler in it. I know, but that maybe that was part of the problem. They were like, man, we were so efficient this week. We have eight minutes of filler. I have an idea. Okay, Vince. Can we put Corey Graves in the middle of a cage talking about the rules? Not a bad idea, Vince. Thank you. It's a terrible idea. Why'd you say it wasn't a bad idea? <laughs> I just want to get out of this meeting. Why is Vince just like a contributing writer now? Anyways, uh, so yeah, we have a Daniel Bryan interview. He's like, no one asked me if I wanted to be in that tag match. But here's the thing. And then it cut out. And then my Fox app, oh. I had to bring that back. And then we were in the middle of another recap. Yeah, so he says, uh, no one asked me if I wanted to be in a tag match. No one ran anything by him. They just know that he rolls with the punches. He'll show up and work his butt off. He understands why didn't uh, why Edge didn't ask him. He understands that Roman didn't ask him because Roman doesn't actually want to defend this title as fast lane. He doesn't want to be that Daniel Bryan anymore. Uh, you got Edge and Roman at Mania, Attitude Era versus Thunderdome. Everyone wants to see it except me, and I'll do my damnedest to make sure that doesn't happen. He tells Cole, get out of there, and then he throws to the package. Oh, so he told Cole to scram. And he said, so, but I got some footage I want to throw to. And then he, that's literally what he said. So they have a, they have a recap package of stuff he's, that he's, anybody who's watching SmackDown has seen. I just like Daniel Bryan use industry jargon. <laughs> throw it the package. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Guys in the truck. Guys in the truck. I don't know. Hilton would know a lot more of that jargon. Um, anyways, he says, uh, yeah, we come back. Brian's on the mic. He talks about how when he came to the company in 2010, they were giving these uh tests, and there's part of a test where uh you, you get to test out how much ambition you have. Mm-hmm. And he said, I got a really I got the a low ambition score. And the lady, when I turn in my test, comes to me and says, you have the lowest ambition score we've ever seen. How is it possible that you're successful? And he Which said, is, sorry, that's the funny thing. Like you, unless you're highly ambitious, you can't be successful. Like yeah. the, way this, the way that the way it was presented in this thing, it's like an either or proposition. You have, if you're, if you're don't have a whole lot of ambition, there's no way you're ever going to be successful. The sub, the supposition that you, you've gotten to the WWE, therefore you must be successful already. Is also because he just got there and they're giving him this test. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he says, I don't know why I did. I, I have no ambition. He says, but I love this. 
I don't feel like I've had to work a day in my life in the last 21 years. His point is maybe love supplants ambition. He says, for the last year, I've wanted to be, you know, as my time has gone on, I've been wanting to be a more a full-time dad and a part-time wrestler. I've put myself on the back burner. I mean, he comes this close to saying, I've been putting a lot of people over. I've been letting a, a I've been jobbing myself out to the likes of Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. Mm -hmm. uh, he says, uh, I put myself on the back burner. So when I was on the floor after the chamber match and Edge pointed at that sign, I felt like a total failure. I failed myself. Only then did I realize I have a lot more ambition than that test ever showed. I should be in the main, of main event of WrestleMania. You know how I know this? Do you know why? I've wrestled more matches in the last three weeks than Roman and Edge have in the last three months combined. I know what I can be, the absolute best. So tonight, I step in a steel cage with Jey Uso. If I win, I get a title shot at uh, Roman at Fastlane. And then I'll become the universal champion if I win. And that's the only way I can main event WrestleMania. That could be my last chance ever. Roman Reigns. Jay so and Paul, they out. make their way down. Then we go to commercial. Yeah. Then we come back. And uh, Roman says, you look like the same guy, but you don't sound like the same guy. It's confusing. It's confusing me. And if it's confusing me, it's confusing the audience. <laughs> Brian has ambition. No, you're an underdog. You're the little guy. You're the guy who waits on an opportunity and sometimes it works out. He's not ambitious. Guys like Roman are ambitious. Since I uh, since I was young, I've been driven. And uh, uh, Roman says, uh, Daniel Bryan, you don't love this. You need this. Love isn't about need. Love is about service. Roman loves it. He doesn't need it. He does it because everyone needs him. And after Jay whoops Daniel Bryan's ass, he's going to know that fact. Uh, that uh, Roman, that he needs Roman, and then he's going to acknowledge him. Mm -hmm. And then Daniel Bryan's about to talk. Jay snatches the mic. Uh, says Brian called for the cage match to keep Roman out. But you're actually what you're doing. You're locking me in there with you. Ooh. Your road to WrestleMania ends tonight. I really enjoy. I mean, look, I like the talking and all this stuff. But I mean, when Roman comes out, we're already 20 minutes deep. You know what I mean? Uh, Daniel Bryan, his promo was really good. It was but good. it was also like the whole thing was pretty long because we had like a bunch of recaps and stuff. Yeah, so anyways, I got to lose the recaps, man. <clears throat> they're unnecessary. So unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, then we had uh, Street Profits. I'm sorry. Uh, we had, yeah, we're going to have the Street Profits versus Baron and Sami Zayn. But Sami comes out on the mic. He says, last week was a fluke. So the Profits are already out there. He's talking to them. He says, tonight we're going to prove that last week was a fluke. Uh, Baron comes out and says, Sami, shut up. I don't like you. I don't like tagging with you. I'm a singles competitor. So whichever one of you out there want to take me on, let's do this singles. And so Montez and Dawkins are like, what? You, you want to do this? Okay. So Montez is like, okay, I'll take on Baron Corbin. Dawkins is like, okay, I'll get the other guy then. And so they agree to this. And Sammy's like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. This is happening too fast. Are all three of you working together now? Yeah. Uh, I, I actually quite like uh, the, the, the chemistry between Sami Zayn and, and Baron Corbin. I think it's pretty funny. I do too. I think it's really good. It's like the favorite, my favorite thing Baron Corbin's done in a while. Well, ever since he was squashing Dom. Um, so first up, we have Baron Corbin versus uh, Montez. <laughs> I know it was like a couple weeks ago. Uh, Baron Corbin versus Montez Ford. Uh, anyways, Corbin dominates early, uh, but Ford comes alive, gets two with the standing moonsault. They get distracted by Sammy and his crew ringside, uh, like mixing it up with Dawkins. And so Corbin's able to hit end of days for three on 
uh, Montez Ford, of course, right after that, you've got Sami Zayn versus Dawkins. Yes. And so Sami's like, hey, Baron, I basically just helped you. You help me now. Yes. And so uh, Sami uh, gets up on the apron. Dawkins shoulder tackles Sami off the apron into Corbin. And Corbin's like, oh, you hit me on the top of the head. You're on your own. He mm-hmm. walks out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we get Sammy versus Angelo Dawkins. Uh, Dawkins hits a twisting deck breaker that gets the two. Sammy goes for a blue thunder bomb. Can't do it, uh, though he does evade Dawkins' 360 splash in the corner. Hits Dawkins with an exploder, uh, and he sent him for a haluva kick. And then Montez goes right into the camera uh, of uh, one of the cameras of the uh, the documentary crew. Starts talking. This distracts Sammy. Dawkins mm-hmm. rolls him up for the win. And then Sammy's starting to wonder who this cameraman is, even though I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he was there last week. That's yeah. Blake Christian, isn't it? Isn't that Blake Christian? Was it? I Did this guy so. have long hair? Did he Blake Christian doesn't have long hair. At least he did an impact. Where I thought he did, really? Not an impact, wasn't just no. like an up and up, up in a bun or something. That's crazy. He had a hat on. He didn't have. I don't think he had long hair in, in impact. Um, asked if he works for the company, and then Sammy's like, "Who's paying you?" And he starts kneeing him in the gut. Says, "I want answers." All right, Jorge D says, "Yes, it's Blake Christian." Oh, okay, cool. I thought he looked kind of familiar. Maybe yeah, his hair was just up in a in a hat or something. Let's see here. Does he have? I mean, he's got like sort of like a. It's sort of like. I mean, it's longer. It's longish on the top, sort of like it does the thing where it can like sort of come out. Maybe that's why I thought it was long. Ah, because it's not like a short cut. No, he had a he had a hat on too. So yeah. Oh, that's cool. Right on. Uh, after that, Reginald uh, has a tray of champagne. Walks up to Carmella, and she's like, "Hey, I want to play a game. It's called Who's the Snake." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. says well, let's see here one of them took a chance on a lowly small yay and made him a star while the other totally betrayed her over his obsession with Sasha Banks uh, Reginald's like hey you misunderstand I'm doing this all for you Carmella says no game over uh, you're a snake you're fired throwing that snake term around somebody's watching uh, going in raw uh, after that don't, what, we talk about snakes a lot here that wasn't a shot just, we say snake a lot that's the truth Oh man, look at that. Look at your snake face gonna <laughs> Oh no, it's scary. Yeah, you're scared uh, of snakes. Yeah, I don't like that. I used to have uh, nightmares that they would like fly and attack and stuff. Well but they're actually they're just they're they're, they're you're dreaming, creatures. You're dreaming of what, uh, uh Quetzalcoatl, right? Wasn't Quetzalcoatl a, a snake with wings? Was he a flying snake? I think so. That's scary. It's Australia. I think they have all sorts of that stuff in Australia. Hey, Steve. What? Ah, oh, Snake Man. <laughs> that Hey, that might have done it. Because I watched that movie a heck of times back when I was a kid. That's the kind of films we would watch in the 80s when we know, were me children. Too. Me too. Dreamscape. If anybody, if nobody's seen Dreamscape, check that out. But don't show it to your seven-year-old. I watched it when I was seven. I mean, there's boobs in it. That wasn't that was I remember being like when I was a little kid, I was like, oh man, the movie's got boobs in it. <laughs> what a little creep I was. But then there was all the trade off to that was there was Snake Man in it. There was Snake Man. That was scary as shit. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Uh Dylan says, uh, we do not have flying snakes in Australia, Steve. Pfft, that's what you say. I read the internet. Dom versus Chad Gable was next. 
Uh, Gable uh, put on a good showing here. He's a good wrestler. Gable almost gets three with a tight, tight tiger suplex. But uh, Dom hits a crucifix pin after Gable misses a moonsault. So he gets the win. And then uh, Ray takes out Otis with a drop kick and then a seated senton over the table. And then headbutts the camera. And then headbutts the camera. Booka, booka. Uh, and then we get a Seth Rollins interview. He's in this fantastic magenta suit. It's amazing. Uh, and so he, he's asked about uh, his, his altercation with Cesaro last week. And she's like, hey, it seemed like you're at the swing forever. He's like, yeah, it did seem like I was at the swing forever. But, but why? Or says, it did, did seem like it was in the swing forever because it was. But why? You know, he asks Kayla, have you ever seen Cesaro put any other superstar in the swing that long? That's a no, but you want to know why? Because Cesaro was afraid. He's afraid to embrace the vision. He wanted to go out there and embarrass Seth, humiliate him. Uh, he said, never forget it. Seth turns to his right. Buddy Murphy is lurking. There. Like, why are they going back to this? That seemed like a fairly definitive end. Anyways, but Murphy says. Uh, <laughs> to, him, to him on television, yeah. Says, uh, he suggests that he could assist Seth with this whole Cesaro situation. And Seth says, get out of my sight. Don't want to see you. He's like, Seth, I need money, man. I'm not on TV anymore. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, anyways, after that, we had Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair. Uh, this is a pretty fun match up until the end there. Shayna uh, really working over Bianca's arm. one point, she has Bianca kind of like her feet, and Bianca's holding on to the top turnbuckle thing, and then she just kicks her arm, and then that sort of goes mm-hmm. downhill for Bianca. Uh, Sasha in Belair's corner does a really terrible job trying to hype her up. She's like, come on, shake it off. It's just your arm. It's just your arm. It's fine. And Bianca's like, this fucking hurts. So uh, Shayna continues to work the arm. Bianca lands some offense through the pain. Bianca goes for a glam slam. Shayna counters, sending her out of the ring, and she lands near Reginald, who's just mm-hmm. lurking there. Mm-hmm. So she pushes him. He lands at the feet of Naya, who runs at him, but she ends up running into Sasha instead. Uh, Shayna tries to take advantage of the distraction by putting Bianca into uh, the Kirifuna clutch, 
and uh, Bianca counters that into a KOD. Oh, she, she just powered her up. That was pretty damn impressive. Yeah, it was impressive. She's she's very impressive. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> after the match, Reginald he's all trying to butter up Sasha, and she uh, plays along at first and then slaps the shit out of him. It says, I told you to stay out of my business. Well, I like that before that, Bianca says, uh, uh, this is all your, said to Sasha uh, about Reginald, this is all your fault. You need to take care of this situation. That's an unfair knock, though, isn't it? Did Sasha ask him to come down? No, not at all. Yeah. So she needs to direct that anger at Reginald. Or maybe she's just playing mind games. Could be. Anyways. Could be. Anyways, uh, after that, we had a Jay and Roman backstage. Roman's like, if you win tonight... Universal title is safe till Mania, and if he doesn't win, he'll have to defend at Fastlane, and that's fine. But if you lose, you're going to embarrass yourself, and you're going to embarrass your family. Don't embarrass our family. And yeah. Jada says, I got this. Mm-hmm. No pressure, Jay. Yeah. After that, we had uh, Buddy Murphy versus Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro, and Seth is on uh, commentary for this. And you mentioned this off-camera it, this is fun because Seth isn't taking it very seriously. He's, he's having he's, fun with it. He's having, yeah, that's a better way to put it. He's having fun with it. Uh, and so it, it makes it fun. Uh, Cesaro and Murphy are always going to get a fun match. Cesaro mm-hmm. uh, hit another long swing on Murphy. And then uh, Seth the made finisher? it all about himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, after, exactly. after the swing, uh, Cesaro put Murphy in the sharpshooter. Murphy tapped. It was kind okay, of that's funny. What, yeah, yeah. It was funny because Murphy's in the sharpshooter and Michael Cole's like, oh, he's tapping out. When he hadn't tapped yet. Oh. Um, and it's like a good, I don't know, 10 seconds before he starts tapping. Maybe he just, saw, he just saw wrestling uh, with shadows, man. Maybe. But then like yeah. Graves had to say, oh, he didn't. T- he hadn't tapped yet, but it seemed like inevitability. <laughs> Ouch. Had Ouch. This had is cover. Murphy we're talking about. Yeah. Um, anyways, backstage, Reginald walks past Sasha's door, knocks on it. She yells, no. Shayna comes up to him, clowns him. Says he smells like failure. Wants to fight him. Nia backs her off and says he's cute. Why do are they insistent on having Nia be attracted to like losers? I don't know, but I I I think I think Nia's goal here is to have uh to to form an alliance with Reginald to get an advantage in the tag title match fastly. That's a good point. I wonder what what the storyline was going to be with her and Enzo. Remember when they had like a thing? Mm-hmm. I wonder what, how that was going to play out. They probably had no plans for it whatsoever. It was just going to linger week to week to week to week it until it out. just fizzles out. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully yep. there's a plan here. Yeah. All right. So Apollo Crews uh, comes out. He brings out two indie wrestlers dressed in camouflage, calls them the elite guard, uh, and they're there to protect the family. He has retained the accent from last week, uh, which I have mixed feelings about. Uh, the, 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 the reaction on Twitter, which I always like to gauge, yes, yes, is mixed as well. There are people who are really into this, and there are people who are like, mm. um, I don't really know how I feel about it beyond the, my main issue with it is that, well, one of my main issues with it is that When Big E comes back next week, which was advertised as well, he's going to poke fun at it. The thing is, it's a big target for people to sort of poke fun at, you know, like they did with Kofi when he dropped his Jamaican accent. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's not how he genuinely talks, which to me just sort of seems like it's fake. I mean, it is fake. And I just don't know how, I don't know. I just, I, I'm not, I'm not huge on it. I thought the last week it was kind of cool. Cause like, oh, okay, he's paying homage to, you know, his, his, his ancestors, his great grandfather or whatever. And when he said, literally, this is how they would say it. He did it in the accent. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, what I hope is what I hope is they don't have the faces that he's going up against mock it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because th- this I think that there's I still think that there's promise here mm-hmm. and I could get used to the accent, but it'll kill it if it becomes a source of something that people on screen will mock. Mm-hmm. I think that's sort of one issue that I have. Yeah, I could it. see that. I could see that. I could see that. I mean, I thought his performance it was great. Like was I thought really that, good. Yeah. His delivery was really good. The meat of really it was good. really, really good. Yeah. Um, I just wonder if it could have felt a bit more genuine if it was not through an accent that he was putting on. Yeah. Yeah. Can't I mean, we'll find out in 20 years when he gives a shoot interview about what this accent was all about. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So along with the, uh, the dudes in camouflage, uh, he came to the ring with a spear. Um, and so he grabs the mic, uh, you know, he says, everyone is telling him how they don't like the new Apollo. And he says, well, guess what? This is the real Apollo. This is who he is. This is how he talks. Uh, he's a descendant of Nigerian royalty, uh, and mentions the dudes behind him were the elite guards. They protected his family for generations. Talked about being made fun of in school. He said, all I want to do was fit in, but, uh, but the people still didn't accept him. Even his friends asked him all sorts of ridiculous questions. Well, he grew up in Sacramento. That's not surprising. <laughs> uh, said he was ashamed, but when his father would tell him about his ancestors, uh, he, says, he says the more he got back to he goes back to his roots, the more he realizes history is repeating himself. Big E tried to conquer him, and he kept hearing his ancestors in his head telling him to reclaim his birthright. He goes and talks right to the camera and tells Biggie that he's happy that he's coming back next week. He's no longer the man he knew. Uh, he no longer tries to fit in. He doesn't beg. He demands, and he demands an intercontinental title match. He says Biggie will fall at my feet, and he will be haunted by his complete and total victory. Mm-hmm. By Cruz's yeah. complete total victory. I mean, yeah, people are pointing out here. I mean, clearly in his promo, he says, this is how I really talk. And I've been hiding it because people have mocked me. I get that. But, like, it's not how he really talks. And then how is he going to, like, somebody, because people are going to, Big E's going to make fun of this. I hope he does. I kind of hope he doesn't, but it's kind of Big E's thing to make fun of things. And, like, what's Apollo's response going to be? No, this is how I talk. It's always how I talk. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's weird. So, uh, but, no, I mean, if it works, it works. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, uh, after that, uh, Natalia and Tamina are backstage talking to Adam Pierce, complaining about not being in the fast lane match. They say, you know, hey, we've won, we've won a bunch of tag matches. We should be in that match. And uh, Pierce says, well, that's this, that's the decision that was made. And he just leaves, and then Sony just yeah. kind of says, uh, yeah, I would have made a different decision. Ooh, undercutting. Mm-mm. 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 Not good, man. 
after that, we had, uh, let's see here. A quick little Jay interview. Uh, he's asked if he's anxious about the cage match. In short, he oh, says yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Bryan lays him out from behind yeah. and stands over. That's a drive-by right there, man. That was rough. <laughs> Uh, after that, we had the Supernova sessions with Noam Dar. Oh, this is oh, Ding wait, Dong no. Hello. This is Ding Dong Hello, uh, where she does exactly what Noam Dar did on the Supernova sessions yesterday. I'm assuming that nobody on SmackDown in their writing department watches uh, NXT UK. I would think uh, not. Because she just, she, so she's in the, the fake ring, the interview ring that they have. Yeah. And she's the idea is she's uh, rehearsing, she's testing out a new segment where she basically reads like reviews of the show she reads two glowing ones one says something about you know sasha Banks should never have her own show and she's like yeah i agree with that and then another good one and then uh she starts to read the third one realizes that it's you know not very nice and then she's like okay who wrote this and then she crumbles it up and she's like yeah this is over with it storms out yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then we had our main event and we had like a minute and a half of Corey graves uh, explaining the rules of a cage match the poor camera yeah. had to sit at the top of the cage. Yeah. 15 well, feet in the air. <laughs> hopefully he's okay with heights. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Um, match itself was fun enough. Uh, Daniel Bryan going after Jay's arm. Jay going after Daniel Bryan's bum knee. The one that uh, has been hurt ever since uh, Chamber. Uh, in the end, though, Daniel Bryan, uh, they're uh, both up at the top rope. He's slamming Jay into the cage. Hits a butterfly suplex off the top, rolls right into a yes lock. And Jay struggles to get to the rope. However, it's a cage match. There's no rope break. Mm-hmm. And so Jay has one hand on the rope. Meanwhile, Roman's watching uh, ringside. He's got a chair. Um, and Jay's holding on to the rope. And Daniel Bryan just cranks back. Just cranks back on that yes block. And then mm-hmm. Jay has to tap out. So Daniel Bryan gets his title opportunity. Edge gets the night off at Fastlane. Yeah, good for him. Um or he might spear somebody at the end. You never Entirely know. Possible. Entirely uh, possible. I like Roman's uh, coaching here. Just rolls up to the cage. More. Do it again. <laughs> again, please. Thank you. <laughs> with more passion. <laughs> try to try to get out with more passion. What, what was what was George Lucas's uh, direction? It's on Star Wars. Oh, set? Faster, oh. louder, more intense. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and uh, answer some questions. Uh, looks like we already have a juicy one from L.A. Night by L.A. Night here in Twitch chat, if you want to read that one. Uh, is it down at the bottom? Some oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Up. It's the most recent one. Here, I'll read right, it real quick. Go ahead. As you were out mowing your lawn, a ravenous beaver attacked you. You began to battle the beaver, a clash that will surely become legend in your neighborhood. It's like Rand Paul and his neighbor. You were <laughs> victorious, but unfortunately your lawn was left half done. And you're currently in no condition to resume. What SmackDown superstar do you ask to come over and finish mowing the lawn? Otis, because he mm-hmm. knows how to operate heavy machinery. Heavy machinery. Good answer. Yeah. Can't really talk. Oh about yeah. It. I, mean, he, he, I he did like Otis's. You call him up. It's like Otis. I need to help mow mow my lawn. I'm coming. I'm coming. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I did like his coaching of Gable, which really wasn't coaching. Which is like, oh, oh, yeah. Get an arm, Duke. Get. Oh, yeah. God, I love Otis. Uh, Jorge D. Today, the Lucha Bros opened up a Lucha merch store in Pasadena. What kind of store would a SmackDown wrestler of your choice open up? That's pretty cool. What kind of store would uh would the SmackDown wrestler of your choice open up? 
Mm. Baron, he'd open up a barbecue, uh, uh, placing it by barbecues and barbecue utensils. That's good. He does uh, best meat. I'm going to say uh, Sammy Zane. He opens like a, a conspiracy bookstore. Mm. You know, it's like it's all conspiracy books, alien books, alien tales. Uh, you know, it's, this is a used books. It's like a dusty old used bookstore. He's like, yeah, I got a whole section over here on flat earth. Okay. Thank you, Sammy. Let's see how many comments we have on the Patreon thread for SmackDown. We've got, oh, wow. Let's see here. Oh, wow. Thin, thin tonight. I don't, I don't, this thin. doesn't bode well for the ratings tomorrow. Ooh, ooh. Uh, interesting. David Matushik, uh, where do you think uh, Reginald's going to go after what just happened earlier tonight? He needs to stop bugging Sasha. You know, that's one of the that's one of the most played out stories in in the history of all fiction is the persistence angle in romance. That's just the most poisonous angle story. Oh, just keep on trying, and eventually they'll say yes. What a horrible thing to teach people, Lars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if somebody doesn't like you, fuck off. Mm-hmm. Uh, 65 man one, is it worth getting back in WWE or should I just keep to AEW? SmackDown is usually pretty good. Yeah, it is. Totally. Yeah. Tonight, tonight was an, it was an outlier. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. No, usually I'm all over SmackDown. Tonight I was like, uh, what is this shit? <laughs> Dang him, Keith. I think Corey explained the rules for the casual fans who may not watch wrestling every week. <laughs> That's got to be sarcasm, right? I would think so, yes. That's sarcasm, right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Make it sure. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, there you go. Uh, Dylan says Jesse Ventura can help Sammy in his conspiracy bookstore. There you go. He had a whole TV show about all that hey, stuff. Hey, hey, Sammy. You like books? Uh, let's see here. Blake Whitehouse. Uh, do you find it odd or funny that Carmella keeps getting partnered with men who inevitably get more over than her? First it was Enzo and Cass. Then it was James Ellsworth. Ah, that's a bit... I mean, I see the point. You know what? I'll just say this. Maybe the chemistry that she has to offer lifts up these other, you know, these other people who otherwise wouldn't have been there. Yep. That's a good answer. So I don't find it odd or funny. I think that it's just Carmela doing a great job. Uh, Fear and loathing says, remember that friend in high school that disappeared when he got a girlfriend and showed back up the second it was over. That was Buddy Murphy tonight. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) That is funny. Dang, MQ says it was sarcasm. Yeah, I figured as much. Yeah. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet. Drew has a sword. <laughs> Apollo has a spear. Fiend has a mallet. What's the next wrestler to get a weapon that goes with their gimmick? I think Baron should bring his his barbecue egg. It's not his gimmick, man. His gimmick isn't barbecuer, though. Should his be. gimmick is a king, and he has a thing. It's a scepter. Yeah, boring. He's had that for a while. Bring out the egg. I don't disagree that he should change his gimmick to barbecuer. <laughs> I agree with you. The grill master. <laughs> uh, they wanted to call me the grill master. I said, no, the ringmaster. They said, what about Chili McFreeze? I said, stone cold. Oh, Dang him, says, when I see the name Buddy, I think of Enforcer and his cat. Think of uh, Buddy's uh, not. That's what I think of. <laughs> Um, let's see here Colin Branch what are the odds of a Christian swerve on edge to cost him the title victory at Mania no way man because he's already going to be on AEW Uh, White Brownie should Daniel Bryan put over and give someone a Wrestlemania moment and if so 
who? Well, if he's in this uh, Universal title match, it's going to be Edge getting that WrestleMania moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool as a triple threat, though. Yeah, I could see that happening. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, wow, J.R. Wayne says, if Jay Uso was a dog, what kind would he be? <laughs> he'd be he'd be a pit bull. Pit bulls are fiercely loyal. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, loud. Uh, can be violent. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great Buddha too says a medium dog. <laughs> What does that even mean? A medium dog? <laughs> Maggie says, whatever kind Scrappy Doo is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roman's a German Shepherd for sure. Yeah. Isn't a German Shepherd like put the, the logo in his thing? No, it was uh, uh, Kane Corso or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, someone mentioned what, that, what kind of dog it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, Kane Corso. Uh, okay. Oh, Alex Foster says, sorry guys. My question was unclear. I meant to ask what wrestlers nowadays could use a face turn right now to enhance their career. Ah, I mean, Murphy did well. Okay. Then it just died. So never mind. Um, nowadays, who's a bad guy? Seth? No. Uh, I mean, before the the Alistair disappeared, he would, he kind of turned heel. Yeah, 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 that was weird. Um, boy, what a weird situation that is. That's still bizarre. Uh, I don't know, maybe Gable. Maybe Gable. I'd like to see, Gable needs to be in front of fans. He's really good. I like Chad Gable a lot. I just don't feel like anybody's ever going to do anything that's commiserate with his talent level. Yeah, I agree with that, too. Uh, let's do a lightning round here. Dylan has some questions. Cena, Orton, Triple H, Brian Styles, and Reigns. Who would you most like to see them face in NXT? So, who do you want to see Cena face in NXT? In NXT, I'd want it to be Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah, it's Adam Cole. Randy Orton. That's Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross. No, no, Champa. It's Champa. Oh, okay. Triple H. Finn. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Daniel Bryan. It's Roddy. Roddy and Daniel Bryan, remember when they were chopping the hell of each other in the Greatest Royal Rumble? Yeah, that's a good one. Or Gargano. Yeah. Or Gargano. Yeah, either one. Styles. Oh, you know, it was weird when I watched uh, the first episode of Evolve. I forgot about that. Huh. Long-haired John was yeah, in there. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen long-haired John. Weird. It is so weird. Long. Long. Hair. John. John. Uh, AJ Styles. That's Adam Cole. Uh-huh. Adam Cole and AJ Styles would be great. And then mm, Ro- yeah. Roman Reigns. Who from NXT would you like to see Roman Reigns wrestle? William Regal. Good. Roman, I need one more match. Please, Roman. I'll acknowledge you if you give me one more match. No, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'll see Roman Reigns. Golly, I'm trying to blank on everything. Oh, Zach Gibson, of course. <laughs> Look at this absolute unit claiming to be a canine. Pete oh, Dunn. Pete Dunn's good. That's good, yeah. Pete Jack Pete, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn versus uh, Daniel Bryan would be really good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, One more question. One more good question. All right. Do you got anything with anything else over there? None. I answered literally everything that needed to be answered. Uh, we got a raid. Gareth wants us to raid the intern. Is the intern on already? Is he on? 
Yeah. Interns counter programming. What the hell? Yeah, that's what he does, man. That's what he does. Ooh, Roman <laughs> versus Tyler Bay. Roman versus Noam Dar. Uh, Brett H says it's a perfect matchup. L.A. Knight versus Baron Corbin. Oh, that's good. Listen, dummy. Why do you whisper talk? What? What? Speak up, dummy. What? Why do you call yourself the king? You're not the knight. L.A. Knight. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. All right. Anyways, uh, that's going to do it for the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Appreciate it. Hopefully, you'll join us on Sunday for our uh, Revolution live reactions. Yeah, yeah. We'll be doing that. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.